This is day 17 of the 2022 Encore of the 2009 season of the LifeSpring Why Christmas Show, hosted by James Cooper, creator of WhyChristmas.com, and me, the OG Godcaster, Steve Webb of LifeSpringMedia.com. Every day from now to Christmas Day, you'll hear an episode from the 2009 season. And if you're not yet subscribed or following the show, you can do that at LifespringWhyChristmas.show. On the Christmas Day show, we're going to draw the name of one lucky listener who will win an autographed copy of Brian Duncan's A Neo Soul Christmas CD. For details on how you can enter, go to LifespringMedia.com day9 to see how. That's LifespringMedia.com D-A-Y numeral 9 with no spaces. If you've been enjoying the previous episodes of the LifeSpring White Christmas Show and all the Christmas goodness we brought to you, maybe you'd be willing to show James and I some appreciation by sending a Christmas gift our way. Here's where you can do that. LifespringMedia.com slash support. And also remember, you can send micropayments and boostergrams if you're using one of the new podcast apps that all the cool kids are using now. You can find one for free at newpodcastapps.com. And if you've got any questions, email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com. It's Christmas Pudding Day on the LifeSpring White Christmas Show. Hi, I'm Steve Webb. Listen, before we start, let me encourage you to send in your answers to the Christmas trivia contest you heard about on episode number nine. We'll be drawing the winner's name out of Santa's hat on the Christmas Day show, and the winner will get a signed copy of Brian Duncan's Christmas CD, A Neo Soul Christmas. You can find the trivia questions at LifespringWhiteChristmas.com. Go on over there right now while you're thinking about it and look for the show notes for episode number nine. So, let's find out a bit about Christmas pudding. From what James tells me, Christmas, or plum pudding, is the traditional end to the British Christmas dinner. But it's a lot different than it was in the 14th century when the first Christmas puddings were made. Then it was a porridge called frumenty that was made of beef and mutton with raisins, currants, prunes, wines, and spices. Mmm, sounds tasty. It was more like a soup then, and it was eaten as a fasting meal in preparation for the Christmas festivities. By the end of the 1500s, frumenty was slowly changing into a plum pudding, being thickened with eggs, breadcrumbs, and dried fruit, and given more flavor with the addition of beer and spirits. It became the customary Christmas dessert around 1650, but in 1664, the Puritans banned it skip ahead 50 years and King George I re-established it as part of the Christmas meal because he tasted and enjoyed plum pudding. By Victorian times, Christmas puddings had changed into something similar to the ones that are eaten today. Over the years, many superstitions have surrounded Christmas puddings. One of them is the placing of a silver coin in the pudding, which is said to bring luck to the person that finds it. In the UK, the coin that was traditionally used was a silver sixpence. The closest coin to that now is a five-pence piece. James has a recipe for Christmas pudding at whychristmas.com if you'd like to make one for yourself. Thanks for listening. Hey, do me a favor. Tell a friend about this show. Until next time, for James Cooper, I'm Steve Webb.